please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. But today we're only giving you a little bit, a little bite, a little sliver of the apple. An apple fritter. Before we even start, I want to apologize for not being here last Friday. Unfortunately, my wife and I had to attend the funeral of a very, very, very dear friend. Someone who my wife grew up with, our friend Liz. She put up a brave battle for the last few years against breast cancer. Unfortunately, breast cancer won and Liz passed away last week. The lady was only 55 years old. She leaves behind four children and a husband and brothers and sisters and a mom. May she rest in peace. She was a very, very, very special person. Very special to us. So please forgive me for not being here last Friday. It was important for us to be at the funeral Thursday and Friday. So I'm sorry again. But how are you guys doing? Are you doing good? Are you doing everything you're supposed to be doing, I hope? You know, just because I missed a day doesn't give you reason to slack off. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to make up for some of the things we missed last week. I do have a couple of things I want to share with you. I have a message from Social Security from last week. And I also have an article here in front of me about eggs. That's right, eggs. And, you know, are eggs good for people with diabetes? Are they good for people with heart conditions? i tell you one thing. One of my favorite breakfast foods are eggs. Actually, I could eat eggs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's not recommended, but I could. I love eggs, but we'll get to that. But let's start off here. Let's start off with the message from the Department of Social Security. <laughs> it says, who to contact, Social Security or Medicare? Sometimes it's confusing to know who to contact them for what. Social Security and Medicare offer related services so people aren't always certain who does what. This is a cheat sheet that can help you. Contact Social Security too. See if you're eligible for Medicare. Create a My Social Security account to do things like request a replacement Medicare card and report a change of address, a name or phone number. Sign up for Medicare Part A, hospital insurance, and Medicare Part B, medical insurance. Apply for extra help with Medicare prescription drug coverage, Part D costs. Report a death. An appeal, an income-related monthly adjustment amount, or IRMAA, decision for people who pay a higher Part B and or Part D premium if their income is over a certain amount. You can find out more information on how to do all of this and even more on the Social Security's Medicare website. Just go to www.ssa.gov. Now, contact Medicare to see what services Medicare covers. Get detailed information about Medicare, health, and prescription drug plans in your area, including costs and services. 
Choose and enroll in Medicare Health or Prescription Drug Plan that meets your needs. Find a Medicare Supplement Insurance Medigap policy in your area. Find doctors, healthcare providers, and suppliers who participate in Medicare. Get information and forms for filing Medicare appeal or for letting someone speak to Medicare on your behalf. Compare the quality of care provided by plans, nursing homes, hospitals, home health agencies, and dialysis facilities, and view Medicare publications. Visit the Medicare website for more information on these services or www.medicare.gov. If you need to find out about your claim status or find out about deductibles or get answers to premium payment questions, you can call 1-800-MEDICARE. That's one 1- 800-633-4227. Now, I will suggest one thing. If you're calling Social Security or Medicare, do it early in the morning. I just had to do this yesterday. <laughs> That's right. And let me tell you something. Carve out a block of time because at one point I got I got told that my wait period, the waiting time on hold was going to be 25 minutes. That was the first call. And sure enough, it was 30 minutes. When I had to call them back, they told me my wait time was going to be between 25 and 45 minutes. I waited because I had to get done what I had to do yesterday. And sure enough, it was 40 minutes on hold waiting for them. 40 minutes on hold for a five-minute phone call. I had to call my other insurance. Then I had to call them back one more time. And when I had to call them back, they told me I had up to an hour wait. I couldn't wait an hour. I couldn't wait an hour. I let it go until this morning. I called them first thing this morning at 10 to 8, and I got through within 10 minutes. So I would suggest that you get up in the morning, put on a pot of coffee, make a light breakfast, (laughs) and get your phone and call them first thing in the morning. Call them first thing in the morning. That's what I would suggest. Speaking of a light breakfast, let's talk about eggs for a second here. Are eggs good for people with diabetes? Eggs are a low-carbohydrate food and have very low glycemic index score. This makes them a good source of protein for people with diabetes. The American Diabetes Association, ADA, state that eggs are suitable food for people with diabetes. Having a low glycemic index score means that they have less of an effect on a person's blood sugar levels. People may be concerned about the cholesterol content in eggs. However, experts do not believe that eating eggs in moderation negatively affects cholesterol levels. In this article, we look at the health effects that people with diabetes can gain from eating eggs. We also cover any possible risks and the best ways to eat eggs if you have diabetes. What is the link between diabetes and eggs? Diabetes can affect the balance of the LDL bad and HDL good cholesterol in the body. Having diabetes can put a person at increased risk of heart disease. Some people are concerned that eating eggs may raise cholesterol levels and that this could increase the risk of heart disease. The ADA recommend that people eat less than 300 milligrams of cholesterol per day. Eggs are high in cholesterol with a large egg containing about 200 milligrams of cholesterol. However, 
Research now shows that cholesterol that is in foods has little effect on raising the overall cholesterol levels in the body. Instead, the danger is in consuming foods with high saturated fat content, which can lead to elevated cholesterol levels. These foods include cakes, cookies, bacon, candies, processed snacks, and others, for example. A study in 2018 suggests that regularly eating eggs can improve fasting blood glucose in people with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes. The researchers here suggest that eating one egg per day could reduce the person's risk of diabetes. Research from 2015 suggests that people with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes do not experience a negative change in lipid profile after eating a high egg diet. The authors suggest that eating a diet high in eggs is healthful for people with diabetes. Eggs and nutrition. Eggs are a nutritionally dense food, which means that they are rich in nutrients but low in calories. High-protein foods, including eggs, can make a person feel fuller. This may help people with diabetes to maintain a healthy weight. Eggs are a complete protein, meaning they contain all nine amino acids that the body cannot produce itself and that people must obtain from their diet. One large poached egg offers the following nutritional value. 6.25 grams of protein, 4.74 grams of fat, 0.35 grams of carbohydrates, 72 calories, and no dietary fiber. While most of the protein in an egg comes from the white, the yolk is packed with healthful fats, vitamin A, D, E, and K, and antioxidants such as lutein. Eggs are also rich sources of vitamin B12 minerals such as iron, copper, and zinc. Yet, another constituent of eggs is choline, which is involved in body processes such as memory and mood and plays a crucial role during pregnancy and fetal brain development. Healthful ways to prepare eggs for a diabetic. The most healthful way to cook eggs is to boil, poach, or scramble them with low-fat milk. They recommend pairing eggs with chopped vegetables or a salad instead of having them alongside high-saturated fat foods, for example, bacon or cheese. If making fried eggs, people can switch the frying oil to one that is more heart-healthful, such as corn, canola, or olive oil. In summary, people with diabetes can include eggs as a part of a healthful diet. Research shows that eating eggs in moderation should not negatively affect a person's risk of heart disease, and may improve fasting blood glucose levels. Researchers have linked blood pressure and blood sugar to cholesterol, so it is important to pay attention to how the diet may affect these factors. Boiled, poached, or scrambled eggs are healthful options. Regular doctor visits are a must to know your risk of each condition and to make changes to your diet and lifestyle if necessary. Well, there you have it. Eggs are good for you. So sharpen your pencil, get out the shopping list, and put eggs on the list. Okay? Don't put the butter. Don't put the heavy rolls and all that other stuff. But put the eggs on the list. (laughs) I love eggs. I love eggs. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by today. And again, I'm sorry about last week, but it couldn't be helped. But I do want to tell you, 
boy, we have got a good one coming up for you this Friday. This Friday, you're not going to want to miss. I'll tell you why. We've got a great article. How many times have you sat around saying, I am starving, right? I mean, Sometimes it's just like you feel like a bottomless pit. You're just hungry. You're hungry all the time. I got 17 reasons for why you're always feeling hungry and things you can do about it. So we're going to discuss that on Friday. We're going to discuss some early signs of dementia. Now, you'd think that's just for old people, right? But younger and younger people are starting to see the early signs of it. So we're going to, we're going to discuss the early signs. And... <laughs> This is going to be one that you're not going to want to miss, okay? We're going to be discussing, is there a link, okay? Is there a link between depression and masturbation? We'll be discussing that on Friday. <laughs> but... That's Fridays. Anyhow, thanks again for stopping by today. And I want to share something with you. You know, you hear all these people that when they do something stupid or risky, they tell you, you only live once. Go ahead and do it. You know, here's something to think about. You actually live every day. You only die once. Just think about that. Something else to think about. Remember, things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody striving to get where you're at. So things can always be worse, my friends. Again, I apologize for last week. I'm sure you understand there's nothing I could have done about it. It was very important that I was at the funeral. But please, be here Friday. You're not going to want to miss what goes on this Friday. And I'll talk to you then. Have a great week, my friends. You've been listening to An Apple A Day. Hey, make sure to go over and visit www famousapple.com and if you want to get a hold of me you can reach me at admin at famousapple.com write me there or you can write me at jimmy at famousapple.com i'll talk to you friday you've been listening to an apple a day my name is jimmy apple thanks for listening to an apple a day with jimmy apple your gateway to a happy healthy life join our community at www.famousapple.com See you next time.